0: The following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio. I am back here with Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. Dan, um, as we wrap up crossroads and transitions, obviously we will all face the final crossroads, which is when we pass. Um, That is a huge crossroads for families. And obviously, if you haven't pre-planned, we talked in our previous segment about, you know, what does that mean? Now we're at the point, what if somebody hasn't, you know, pre-planned? What can families do? And what is is the process?
1: Well, the process can can vary depending on Mm -hmm. where it is that you happen to pass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you are at home, and it is truly an accident or you just
0: go natural causes
1: and no doctor or no hospice is involved, then certainly you're going to call 911. Okay. They will come and make a determination if they need to have further investigation or take you to a hospital. Sure. Uh, Once uh, that's been ascertained, then you need to contact a funeral home
0: mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. here
1: in the state of Washington, a body is required to be uh, transported, picked up by a funeral, uh, by a funeral home. Mm-hmm. Uh, then what happens is you're, you are brought into our care if you chose Evergreen West Shelly. Mm-hmm. You would come. We would put you in temporary preservation. And uh, while you're there, we would contact the family. And okay. uh, To schedule for an an arrangement is okay. what it's called. So, mm-hmm. as you said, we talk. We call it at need, at time of need, mm-hmm. is is what it is, as opposed to pre planning. If you have not put into place a funeral trust or a life insurance policy, mm-hmm. uh, then we walk through and have to make all of those decisions with you as how the do next you, of kin.
0: How do you know when you say next of kin mm-hmm. if there's no will or no, um, you know, a pre plan arrangement or anything like that, how do you know who the next of kin really is? I, I mean, I get, I, that's always been a question. What is there, if there's no paperwork, how do you determine that?
1: Well, if, if the person who is is coming in,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: they state that they are the next of kin, then of course, then we we will ask okay. them to show us some sort of proof to say that, yeah, this is my father. And if, certainly if there are multiple children that mm-hmm, show up or, mm-hmm. or multiple family members, then, then we rely on the family to pretty much to attest.
0: And to I can only course. imagine in that situation, if you don't know what father needed, there's going to be a lot of differences of opinion with, fa- with kids. There
1: is. <laughs> there is a, an awful lot of differences of opinion. And, it, especially, and
0: emotional processes that everybody's dealing with, I'm sure. Yes.
1: And so it can go... From very loving, if the children, if they are here representing mm-hmm. a parent and mm-hmm. uh, the the and the spouse is not there, uh, then it comes to the point of if they all get along together, decisions are made quickly mm-hmm. if they don't, they can create some very bitter environments and have some. Uh, shall I say, challenging discussions mm-hmm. as to what's mm-hmm. going to happen mm-hmm. and occur.
0: And then you guys kind of have to end up somehow figuring out
1: well, how we, to be we the do.
0: peacemaker.
1: <laughs> exactly. And we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I recommend to families who know that their survivors have a difference of opinion or feelings mm-hmm. is that they use here in this state of Washington, we have what's called an assignment of an agent Got appointment it. of an agent to act in your behalf sure. for your final disposition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can be filed. You can have that. Then if you have that done, that's who we listen to.
0: Is that the same as like the executor?
1: No. Okay. No, it is not. It, it okay. really is a piece of paper which is just – just is. A, a, talks about your final disposition okay. only. Okay. So handling of the funeral arrangements, handling of the final placement if you're going to be buried or cremated, those those are all answered and we only take that person's word even if there are other family members involved. Okay. So it's a good thing to have and I'm happy that the state has has that form because Absolutely. it makes it easier for us in those kind of 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 very sensitive mm-hmm. uh,
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, yes. Because good. I know when my father passed away, um, I shared in an earlier state <clears throat> segment, um, you know, we weren't all on the same page. Right. Obviously, as his kids, we heard my father say what he wanted. He made right. it really clear. The problem is he didn't follow through on it. <clears throat> well, at the end of the day, um, his wife was the one that had the final decision for obvious reasons. And so, you know, it always nagged at me and that, that, you know, he didn't get his final wish, you know, but it is what it is, you know, you you
1: really didn't have any, any say, no, no, she was the, The next to Ken and being the spouse, and she is the one who was able to do that. Correct.
0: Correct. And so obviously, you know, in an ideal world, we talked about pre-planning. But if this isn't the case, so Mm -hmm. when a family sits together, what are some of the questions that they're going to be asked um, as far as sitting down with one of your advisors?
1: Well, what happens when they sit and they meet with the funeral director one of the main jobs that, that the funeral director will do will be to gather information to complete the death certificate. Okay. The death certificate has two parts. There's the upper part, which is filled out by the funeral director. The bottom part is actually filled out by the doctor to determine the cause of death.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We as a funeral home cannot move forward until we have that filed. Sure, and uh, then we can move ahead with the final disposition, whether it's going to be a burial or whether it's a cremation. Mm -hmm. But the things that need to be addressed uh, is: will there be a service? Mm -hmm. Uh, And if there is going to be a service, where is it going to be held? Will it be held in one of our facilities on grounds? Will Mm -hmm. it be held in a in a church? Mm -hmm. Will it be held at graveside?
0: Wow! So
1: they have those if it's a burial.
0: So we are talking to Dan White from Evergreen Washeli, and you guys have um, three locations here in uh, basically the North Seattle area. Is that correct, Dan?
1: Yes, that is correct. We, we have three. We have one on Aurora Avenue at 11111. That's five ones, Aurora Avenue North. It's in the Northgate area. And that's our cemetery that's actually been around since 1884.
0: Yeah, you were on national news over Memorial Day.
1: Long time. So there we <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> so we have that. We also have a another cemetery up in Briar, mm-hmm. and that's called Abbey View Memorial Park. Mm-hmm. And then we have a standalone funeral home in Bothell, and that's lifetime celebrations. Because it really is all about... Celebrating one's life. Sure. And so not just marking the death is Mm -hmm. what the old funerals used to be. Sure. Sure. So,
0: yes. That's important. So, Dan, obviously we have a few minutes left. So you're going to be sitting with the family. And we talked a little bit about now um, the first options. Right. Then what happens, obviously?
1: Well, then you also need to determine if you're going to have a viewing. Got it. Okay. And if you are having a viewing in which public will be attending, Mm -hmm. then embalming is required. Got it. So that's the only time in a viewing situation that the embalming really is required. Unless you're going to do cosmetizing, then we require embalming as well. What is
0: cosmetizing? Makeup. Got it.
1: And such. And so the people that we use as our makeup uh, and applying, to the face, they want to make sure that the embalming has occurred.
0: Right, well that to makes to total that. sense. Yeah. And to be able to. Yeah.
1: So those are the decisions there. Um, lots of other decisions, choice of casket, if you're cremated, choice mm-hmm. of urns, where your final placement's mm-hmm. going to be, mm-hmm. family, who's coming in, where are you holding a celebration. Mm-hmm. When you really, Where the location's gonna where be. Where the location's gonna be. There's some-
0: Now do you oftentimes at that time, do you, if husband passes away, it's probably a good idea at that time to plan for the wife as well if they want to be together. Doesn't that make sense? Correct. Okay. Uh, and,
1: and, you know, sometimes the wife, they will want to do that at the time of need, but sometimes... Uh, the grieving process is You're is just not quite yet. intense, and it's yeah. just not not the right time. Mm-hmm. But it certainly does spark in in us that mm-hmm. it is the right time, mm-hmm. especially since we've just experienced a death, and we don't want that to happen for our survivors.
0: Sure, sure. And obviously, um, understanding like when obviously when one. Um, loved one passes away, you want to be next to them oftentimes. So that Correct. may be a factor as well.
1: Yes, as far as if you're choosing uh, grave locations mm-hmm. and such, then yes, mm-hmm. and you want to have several different options. We have mausoleums that you can be placed in, and we also have lawn crypts that right. you can be placed right. in. We have graves side by side. It's amazing. A lot of times, one spouse will want to be buried, and the other spouse will want to be cremated. So you can <laughs> yeah. do that, and, and we, we do that all the time. I've, sure. had, I've had, for one couple, the husband passed, and he was cremated. Mm-hmm. He's currently at home with his, his mm-hmm. wife, but her instructions are such that when she dies and passes, his urn is to be placed into her casket, and wow. then they will be placed into the mausoleum together.
0: Wow, that's so really yes. good.
1: You can't do the reverse, though. No, I was going to say that's not <laughs> okay. so easy. That's not that so doesn't easy happen.:
0: No, so Dan, um, you know, as far as that goes, what I guess at the, at the end of the day, what kind of advice do you have for families if they haven't pre-planned? Um, you know, what is, what is your words of wisdom?:
1: Words of wisdom would be, again, to do it uh, because it's as important as you buying home in, homeowners mm-hmm. insurance? automobile insurance. You plan for weddings. You plan for childbirth. You plan for graduations. You plan for retirement. Mm -hmm. This is the last step in making that transition. Mm -hmm. And don't leave it to anybody else.
0: Absolutely.
1: Do it yourself.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: it'll give you great peace of mind knowing that your loved ones don't have to be faced with problems and decisions that they may not have the answers mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And just just overall just a, a sense of peace of mind yes. that you, we started out to you know the last segment with. Yes. It goes right back to that. You know, it's been a perfect way to end our series on crossroads. And Dan, I'm just so thrilled to have you on the show. How do we reach you?
1: Best way to reach me is through my cell phone and that's 425-241-2853. Or you can reach me at Washelli uh, through my email, dwhite at washelli.com. And please, I will help anyone and answer any questions.
0: Yes, please reach out and call Dan and take care of that now. So thanks again for having being on the show today.
1: It's been a pleasure, Suzanne.
0: Thank you. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. For more information about Evergreen Washelli, their website is washelli.com. That's dot com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search retire repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, senior resource, or life audio.